Welcome to Employing Differences, a conversation about exploring the collaborative space between individuals. I'm Karen Gimnig. And I'm Paul Tevis. If you're new to the show, each episode we start with a question and see where it takes us. And this week's question is, what do you do when you don't know? It's like such a relevant question to me because it's so much of the time. Mm. Is that, you know, and, and I think that's something we don't like to admit to ourselves. Um, we live in a culture that really, that really celebrates the cognitive, like what we know from early childhood. You know, if you look at school report cards, it's all about what you know, what you've learned. Mm-hmm. And so we are expected to know. It is good to know. It is, you know, valued and it makes you a good person to know. So what happens when you don't is something that's a space I don't think we like to hang out in very much. Yeah. Uh, Someone once said to me that the three hardest things to say are, I don't know, uh, I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, And I don't know, you know, is it's almost sometimes like seen as a moral failing, right? What do you mean you don't know? How could you not know? But I think there are a lot of times when we think we know, you know, the world is an extremely complex place. We think we know stuff, and then we get surprised by it, or, or things happen to work out despite what we think we know. And I think we often don't know more often than we than we do. But yeah, that that idea of being able to actually admit when we don't know stuff, I think, is kind of an important one. Uh, admit yeah. to others and to yourself. Yeah, I think a lot of times what we end up doing is struggling to know. And so <laughs> we like we don't know. And so here I am in a group and I'm in a meeting with you and I don't know. So I come up with an idea and I attach to it so that I can know. Mm-hmm. And I get attached. This is, this is the best idea. This is the best plan. And meanwhile, you know, someone on the other side of the table has done the same thing. And of course they came up with a different thing to know. And we get locked in this battle over which concept, which idea is right. When really the answer is we don't get to know this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a, a bunch of work around decision-making that I've been digging into recently. Um, Annie Duke, uh, for a professional poker player, um, and also uh, cognitive psychology uh, graduate student and all but dissertation PhD, um, wrote a book about playing poker, but not really about playing poker. It's called Thinking in Bets, and it's about living with uncertainty and coming to understand like what we, what we do, how good are our decisions really, um, when we can't have perfect information, when we can't know stuff. One of the things I love that she talks about is she introduces or introduced me to the concept of resulting, which is where we tend to look back and say a decision was good because of the result of the, de- because of the result of the decision, mm-hmm. right? That actually doesn't tell us whether or not the decision itself was any good. We discount the role that luck played into it. We discount other alternatives that we may have ignored. And I think that, yeah, when we talk about um, when we get together as individuals to try and come together and do group decision making, that problem just gets even harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. And I think there's something really freeing in group work and really trust building mm. about saying to each other, we don't get to know. And we we don't have the ability to predict which of mm-hmm. these things is going to result in the most of what we want. Like mm-hmm. most of the time groups can get to a place of sort of shared objectives. We're, we're in a space of agreement about what we're aiming for. So yeah. the disagreement is in the what's going to be the best path to get there. 
-hmm. And when we can say to each other, we don't know. Mm -hmm. We have ideas that, that, you know, I think it's more likely if it's this path or, or you think it's more likely if it's that path and, and we can sort of make guesses and I'm going to be attached to my guesses based on my past life experience. And you're going to be attached to your guesses based on your past life Mm -hmm. experience. And when we can say, none of us actually knows, and we're just going to throw all of our life experiences into the conversation and, and use the collective wisdom that's Mm -hmm. based between that you and I talk about, uh, uh, of let that be the thing that guides us to the best decision we can make Mm -hmm. with real clarity that we will never get to know if it's the right decision. Certainly not before and probably not after. Yeah. Yeah. It's that the actual thinking that we can look back and figure out what the right decision was is also, I think, uh, a way that we fool ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so I want to, I absolutely agree with you about the, you know, we can all get into that space where we actually agree about what it is that we're trying to do, what our outcomes and purpose sort of are, which that's a whole other thing, right? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> um, I think a lot of groups often don't. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, when we get to that place of saying, okay, this is what we're all aligned around what we want to do, uh, or rather what we are trying to create together, what's the outcome we're trying to get to. Um, and I think it could work really well when we all recognize we're bringing what we're bringing. And we can sit and, and say, like, I, you know, we don't know. Um, one of the challenges I've sometimes encountered is when you have a group of, let's say, seven people, um, and five of them are totally in that space. Like, we, we don't know. We, this is our best guess, this sort of thing. And you have two people who are certain that they know. What, what happens then? <laughs> yeah, I think part of it is to really work on the group culture. And and you and I talk about this all the time that Mm -hmm. if we can really get to a group culture where Mm -hmm. my certainty that I know doesn't make me right. And and I don't expect it to, um, that, that I can own, this is what I really believe. This is what I really think. Mm -hmm. And you can be a reasonable person and disagree with me, That 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 space has to exist. Um, so I think that, that just that sort of respect in, in the culture helps a lot. And then I think a whole lot of curiosity about why are those people so darn sure? Mm-hmm. Like if they're so rigidly certain that they know, maybe mm-hmm. actually they do. Like, they might. Or, or maybe helping them explore through, you know, maybe I get really yeah. curious about why they think they know it, not in a challenging way, you know, not in a way that's going to trigger defensiveness, but in a way of, wow, I'm not seeing it yet. Can you help me? Can you help me see what you're seeing that makes you so sure that I'm yeah. not seeing? And in that conversation, sometimes I'll see it and be like, oh, yes, of course, okay, now mm-hmm. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in that process, they'll realize, oh, this isn't as solid as I thought, or it's based yeah. on some other experience that maybe isn't as applicable. And because I was curious enough to ask questions, mm-hmm. they come to, you know, their rigidity loosens. Yeah, one of the images that's coming to mind to me as you're talking about that is that very often like, we can let that um, that gap, right, that really be a gulf between us where it separates us, where it's like, I'm looking at you going, oh, you're so certain, right? And I know that you don't actually know because none of us can know. Who can know anything, right? And I can let that be a, be a gulf or a thing that separates us. Or I can make the decision to walk alongside you right, mm-hmm. to walk along the path together and have you show me 
so what is it that you're seeing? How is it you're experiencing this? What is that? Um, and that, and I think what's hard about that sometimes for me is that being willing to do that exploration is not an admission that the other person is right. right. It's, and that's, I think that's very often that when, when we, uh, we fall into this trap of thinking that in order to admit that someone else might have some truth, that we have to admit we are wrong. And, mm -hmm. and there isn't that there, right? It's mm -hmm. a like, and so like even admitting there's a possibility, uh, I think that sometimes shows up in our culture. I, I worked with a, a product manager once who we were doing uh, an exercise called assumptions mapping, which is where we were trying to figure out like what about this product that we were trying to launch, like what were assumptions that we were making? And so what were experiments that we needed to run to go validate those assumptions? And there's an interesting thing around it where you're sort of rating like how confident are we in, in the assumptions that we're making and then how important are they? Because what you really want to do is you want to go validate the things you're not confident in and that are really important. Um, mm -hmm. But he just had such a hard time with the notion of like calling these things assumptions because he was mm -hmm. like, no, we know this stuff. Uh, and so I'm, I'm remembering that like what I would do during that was like, okay, so, so tell me what, what is it that you're seeing that's telling you that this is true? What is, I mean, in a, in a nicer way of saying it, what's the evidence you have for, the, for believing that? Share that with me, help me understand. So, but yeah, it was just this notion of this, such resistance to saying that something that he, he knew was an assumption. Right, and I think that brings us sort of full circle to where we started with the challenge of accepting uncertainty. Mm -hmm. and, and my guess is that he'd been taught early on, don't, don't make assumptions, don't, mm -hmm. you know, you, you must know, it's your job mm -hmm. to know that, you know, mm -hmm. if, you're a, if you're a manager, if you're, a, you know, in certain oh, positions, yeah. you get there because you know, and in that role, it's your job to know. Yeah. And, you know, we humans are really good at doing the things that make us successful and that help us survive. And so if knowing is one of those things. We can get yeah. there, you know, and it's that thing of how much we miss. And I think what you were pointing to is the way that we can walk alongside is for, even if that person isn't ready to face uncertainty, I am. I'm yeah. ready to say, I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough. I need to go hang out in those shoes for a while until yeah. I have more, more knowledge. And so it's, again, that getting curious about uncertainty. So if we were to sum up the things we talked about here today that people can actually do uh, when they don't know, it sounds like at least one of those is admit when you don't know, either to yourself and to others. What and else? make peace with it. Make peace with it. Yeah, yeah. What is, so what is that? What does it mean to make peace with, uh, with that? Um, to recognize that a, a state of not knowing, that state of uncertainty, is a normal, natural, respectable, shameless state. Like yeah. it's, it's okay to not know and you can still make a decision, right? You're not mm -hmm. frozen by not knowing. It's okay mm -hmm. to say, we don't know. We don't know the best answer. We, we're just looking for the best answer that we can make. Yeah. Um, knowing that we're in a flawed system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's, yeah, make peace with, uh, with, with the fact that you don't know stuff. Um, be able to ad admit that to other folks. It sounds like we're going to say this like every episode, I'm sure. Get curious, <laughs> right? Get curious about what it is that you do and you don't know and get curious about how other people live with uncertainty. 
Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's going to do it for us today then. Uh, Until next time, I'm Paul Tevis. And I'm Karen Gimnig. And this has been Employing Differences.